When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, this is FPL Harry from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. You're listening to my weekly podcast on the hot topic of the week. If you'd like to check out the video, I post it every Thursday over on YouTube. Just search Fantasy Football Scout on YouTube. Thanks for listening. What is up everyone? Welcome back to a new video with fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. A new series starting going into the FPL 2022-23 season with me, FPL Harry. Every week during the season, I'm going to be taking you through one of the sort of hot topic, big questions of the week. During pre-season, we'll be tackling quite a few of these, one video a week every Thursday to try and tackle some of those questions that you are looking at when trying to make your game week one squad. Today, the first sort of big discussion topic we're going to look at is which of the premium defenders I think you should be owning going into the season. Now, to look at the premium defenders, the nine that we're going to have a look at today are, we've got Trent, Robertson, Van Dijk, we've got Chilwell, James and Perisic, and then we've got the trio of Manchester City defenders in Laporte, Diaz and Cancelo. The only premium we're missing here is Matip, but I think given his price increase this year and Canate's involvement in Liverpool's upcoming season, that he's not really in contention compared to some of these guys who all seem to have reasonable ownership going into the sort of start of the season and the pre-season planning. Now straight away, the ones that I think people have owned and are looking to own are definitely the more attacking ones in the fullbacks. So Trent and Robertson are two of the most highly owned that we've got here. Trent maintains his place as the most expensive defender and the most high scoring defender that we've had over the past couple of seasons. However, coming to the sort of end of last season, Robertson did push him close and anyone like myself who owned him towards the end of last season knows quite how well he did and how much of a differential he can be while everyone is stuck on Trent. If you get on Robertson at the right time, then it could be really, really beneficial and maybe game week one is another time that we could do it. The Chelsea wingbacks in particular, James and Chilwell, although their minutes are not quite as good and Chilwell has had a long-term out on the sidelines, again, coming back from injury, he did feature in game week 38 we could see a good start to the season for him. Reese James, again, we know what he's capable of. Again, it's just a minutes thing for him. 
And then into Manchester City, we've got Cancelo, the big one that everyone owned last year. Maybe didn't capitalise on the attacking threat as much as maybe people thought he would, given how he started the season. And then we've got the sort of more nailed option in Diaz and Laporte. Again, depending what happens with Cucurella, we'll have to keep an eye on that because that will impact Cancelo's minutes. But they are coming in at a million cheaper now to what Cancelo has done. I like what has happened with the pricing of these guys. Coming in at a million cheaper than Cancelo does leave us a decision to make. So straight off the bat, there are some really nice options here. Of course, we have Van Dijk as well at 6.5. There is something to talk about with him being cheaper than both Robertson and Trent, especially you need to save some money. And then finally, new signing Perisic. How much do we expect him? He's one of the most highly owned players so far, but can definitely do the damage. So to start off, we need to look at actually who's got the best opening run of fixtures. So at the top of the fixture ticker, we actually have Manchester City, who have West Ham, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest, and Aston Villa in their opening six game weeks. A very nice run. Now, West Ham away on the opening day might be a bit difficult, given what happened at the end of last season, where West Ham scored two goals against them, Bowen really doing his thing in that fixture. However, you do expect them coming in fully refreshed at the start of the season that they all want to hit the ground running. However, again, a fully rested West Ham may want to do a similar thing and start their season off on the right note. Again, it's a difficult one that, but it is a great start to the season. Next on the list, we have Liverpool. Again, you've got Trent, Van Dijk, Robertson, all great options here. A nice run, Fulham, Crystal Palace, followed by Manchester United away. Now, last season, we did write off those Manchester United fixtures, but it does look like from training videos that Manchester United are really firing in pre-season and look like they're going to want to start the season off on the right foot under Ten Hag. Bournemouth, Newcastle and Everton after that. Again, I suppose it's that Manchester United and maybe Everton away in game week six that make it slightly more difficult. Manchester City, who have West Ham away and then Aston Villa away as their two most difficult fixtures. Now, the other teams that we looked at, we've got Tottenham and Chelsea as well. Both ranked slightly further down the list. Tottenham having Southampton, Chelsea away. Now, that Chelsea-Tottenham fixture in game week two is what is putting a few people off going with these defenders early in the season. Tottenham also then go on to play Wolves, Nottingham Forest, West Ham and Fulham. Again, a really nice run around that. We know Perisic has that attacking threat to add on top. Chelsea, a start with away at Everton before going at home to Tottenham, which is, of course, is better than Tottenham going away to Chelsea. They then have Leeds, Leicester, Southampton and West Ham. Some difficult fixtures in there. Again, a few teams that we don't quite know how they're going to perform, particularly Leicester and West Ham. They had good patches last season and Leicester particularly finished the season strongly, but we aren't quite sure exactly what they're going to do at the beginning of this season. Again, a full rest of full preseason you'd expect them to be better than they what they had last season so in terms of fixtures the Manchester City guys and the Liverpool guys have the best then Tottenham and Chelsea are ranked further down the pile but of course there are a few players here who you might think are a little bit fixture proof and you need to look at just the attacking threat because the clean sheet odds are going to be pretty similar depending on which of these teams you look at. So looking now at some of the key stats for these players, mainly attacking stats, but you've also got starts and minutes played and things like that. So we can straight away see that Trent ranks highly amongst most of these. So he comes first for assists, chances created, FPL bonus points received, and then finally expected goal involvement over the season. 
Again, Jao Cancelo ranks first for the amount of starts. And we say potentially that he's a rotation risk playing for Manchester City. He's, he played in 36 fixtures last season. However, interestingly, if we look further down the list, Chiwa and James, although they're some of the cheaper ones, they do score really well when they get on the pitch. The issue for them is the amount of minutes played. Of course, Chilwell got injured, so he only had seven appearances last season, but he did score a massive nine points per start across those seven matches. Again, scoring three goals over this period of seven games. If he can lock down that Chelsea starting left-back spot, he could be an absolute bargain this season. Again, similarly for Reese James, only had 26, a little bit of rotation and a bit of injury for him. But he did score more goals than any other defender on this list. So more than Trent, more than Cancelo, more than Robertson as well. So again, if he can nail down that spot on the right wing-back side for Chelsea, then I do think he could be a really good value option. Now, there is a little bit of caveat to go with Chelsea. There is a small chance that they go into the season starting with a four at the back formation which would hinder the output that the likes of Chiwa and Reese James have however given that they are not having many centre-backs at the moment with Rudiger and Christensen going out and there not being very many centre-backs coming in it does look like they'll probably stay with a five at the back system on top of this it looks like at least one of Alonso and Azpilicueta are likely to leave the club and go to Barcelona if that's the case whichever one looks most nailed will be a great asset for the start of the season six million feels like an absolute bargain for them a lot of us were expecting a lot of these defenders to be priced high but particularly these Chelsea defenders if they can sign a couple of centre-backs who can help with those clean sheet odds then I definitely think Chilwell and James are really worth investing in higher up the list yes they might not score highly across one of the individual stats however the likes of Robertson Van Dijk Laporte Ruben Diaz all do really well they're all very nailed when they are fit of course Robertson has a slight rotation with Simakas. However, he does do better for the likes of the assist points. Robertson getting 11 assists last season, only one behind Trent, scoring one more goal than him as well. So very similar in terms of attacking returns despite playing three less games. And he finished the season very strongly. Again, there is a big case if you are needing 0.5 to save this season to go with the likes of Robertson over Trent. Now, given my playing style, I do really think it is worth going for the fullbacks over the centre-backs. This is why, for me, I won't be picking Van Dijk over the likes of Trent and Robert, particularly because there's only a 0.5 saving on Robertson. However, it's a different debate when we look at Manchester City. There is a whole million saving here. Cancelo only scored one goal, which is less than both of Laporte and Diaz. Laporte getting four goals and Diaz getting two really means that the attacking threat is pretty equal amongst these. Yes, Cancelo got 11 assists to the likes of five for Ruben Diaz and only two for Laporte. But given the million saving and given the overall more points the defender gets for a goal compared to an assist, there is a real case to be made that if you do need to save a little bit of money, then Manchester City might be the team that you need to decide to do it in. Then at the bottom of the pile, we don't have any data to go with Perisic. He did have a good season in the Serie A last year. He hasn't had the best time under Conte in the past, but we'll have to see what likely to happen in this Tottenham side. It does sound like Regulon might be leaving Tottenham, which will leave Perisic that starting role on the left-hand side, but we'll have to wait and see on that. So good fixtures for Manchester City and Liverpool. Good stats for those Chelsea boys and Liverpool as well but the overall ranking is what we're really here for. 
So the overall ranking that we have in terms of these nine premium defenders, for me, at the top has to go Trent. We saw how he ranked at the top of most of those attacking metrics. He does have the best attacking threat and Liverpool are one of the most solid defences, rivaling Manchester City every season for the amount of clean sheets. So he's got that set piece ability, but also from open play, plus the goal threat he has. So this does put Trent at the top. Despite being the most expensive, I do think it's worth investing in him. Now, next down the list, we've actually gone with Perisic. Now, not because I necessarily think he's a better option, and I think he'll score more points than the likes of Robertson. However, I think he is incredible value. If Regulon goes out, and he is that first choice on that left-hand side, we knew what Doherty could do when they had a fullback, really with the full firing power and going into that Spurs team with what Conte wanted him to do. If Perisic can do that on the left-hand side, he could be an incredible asset at just 5.5 million. And they've secured defensively. They've got Lengley coming in from Barcelona who is a great centre-back as well. If they can continue to keep clean sheets like they did at the second half of last season, 5.5 million with the attacking threat and those clean sheet options could be great for him. Now next down is Robertson. It's very close to these top three. Robertson does come next. He's slightly cheaper. He's slightly less reliable in terms of points. A little bit hit or miss and there is that Simakas rotation. Simakas is a much better backup than anyone Trent has at the moment which is why he ranks slightly lower down the list but still a great option and if you ever need 0.5 to save, Trent down to Robertson is definitely something I've considered and you should consider as well. Next up, we do have Cancelo. Now he is a good option. He is better than the other Manchester City assets and better than some of these Chelsea options. However, at 7 million, it's maybe slightly more expensive than I wanted to pay given some of these other options that we've got in here. Some of you might disagree with my thoughts on Cancelo. He does have great bonus point potential. He is great for clean sheets. We know what Manchester City is capable of doing. He did start more games than any of these other defenders on this list and he does have that attacking threat, particularly assist potential for him. Now next we've put both Chelsea defenders and again it depends what happens with the likes of Alonso and Azpilicueta to which two I'd really want to be going and picking in my team for game week one. At the moment I've got Chilwell in there just because I saw what he could do at the back post last year. However coming back from an injury no player is ever exactly the same as they were so I want to keep an eye on pre-season as to which of these two I think are better value but at the same price you can quickly shift that depending on who does well in pre-season. Now, next down the list, we have our three centre-backs. For me, Van Dijk comes next. He is slightly more nailed because there is the Stones aspect when you look at Manchester City. He does have slightly better attacking threat, in my opinion. The ability he has from corners is great. However, down the bottom of the list, we do have Laporte and Diaz. It's not to say I don't think they're good value and should be not included in our teams. I've actually got Laporte in my team and have no Cancelo because they are great sort of ways of finding a little bit of money downgrading Cancelo to the likes of Laporte or Diaz. However, if I have money was no object, then I do think I would go with Cancelo over these, again, just because of the attacking threat that he does have over these two. So this is my ranking of the nine premium defenders, excluding Matip. Matip would go in at number 10. He's not quite the cheap bargain he was at the end of last season. Let me know your thoughts on these videos in the comment sections. Let me know if you would change the rankings at all. Again, this is a video and a new series that we'll have on the Fantasy Football Scout YouTube channel every single week. I hope you've enjoyed i hope you're looking forward to the season if you haven't subscribed here and if you haven't subscribed over on my channel for this sort of content on a sort of more daily couple of daily basis then make sure you check the link in the description or just search fpl harry on youtube as well thank you all for watching and we'll be back again very soon